Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Evmos community call. Let's take a listen. In the meantime, I've invited speakers to come up here and join me on stage so that uh, you, know, you can be ready to speak uh, when appropriate. Uh, so folks, if you've gotten a speaker invite, please do accept it so that you can join me up on stage. You can stay muted if you'd like. All righty, we can go ahead and get started. Thank you everybody for joining yet another Evmos week, bi-weekly community call. Um, welcome back. Today we've got uh, quite the agenda for you, a little bit of a short one, uh, but a sweet one uh, with, my, with me always. Uh, over here is my co-host Kilo. Kilo, uh, would you mind introducing the folks in the audience here to the agenda, please? Absolutely. Um, so, like uh, like was mentioned, it's kind of a short one today, but you know, it, sometimes that happens. But we still have a lot of good things to talk about. So today we'll be revisiting um, current Prop 115. Um, it seems to be looking strong uh, as of right now. And that's for uh, the Dora Hacks initiative, which is kind of cool. Um, and we'll be talking a bit about Stride and you know the STFMOS integration and Stride integration, which is also really exciting. And up with us right now is, um, you know, there's folks from uh, Leap Wallet with a couple of things to say later as well. So quite a bit to dig into. Not a very long one, but a very dense one for sure. Super. Kilo, can you uh, get us kicked off here? Absolutely. Give me just one moment here while I find the right tab. So um, to get kicked off, we'll be discussing uh, Prop 115, and that is the Dora Hacks Hackathon proposal with Evmos. Um, this went up on the 7th. They have a really beautiful summary uh, about the uh, Dora Hacks team and the hackathon prize pool and, you know, what they would like to do on Evmos. Um, you know, the goal is, you know, to leverage their developer community and, you know, their expertise in organizing these hackathons and other things. Uh, there was quite a bit of discussion on it on the Commonwealth before it goes up. It's really um, well broken down, gives you a good timeline starting, you know, um, Q1 or Q2 2023 and it breaks down into you know late Q1 Q2 how the judging will work and everything like I said that seems to be going pretty well right now um, of course past threshold is 50% and at the moment it's 98.8% um, and still ticking uh, I believe that ends tomorrow so that one's you know really good to see um, again that's uh, prop 115 and um, after that uh, we're to get to the next item is stride 
Now, there's a lot to say about Stride and well, SCMS. Hang, hang on, hang on. At... Let me just stop you right there before we kind of speed on through uh, the, the agenda here. Um, do we want to break down what exactly uh, this DORA pro proposal means for the community, what exactly it covers, and what it passing uh, entails for especially builders out there? Oh yeah, sure, definitely. Um, there's, like I said, there's there's quite a bit to this. Um, uh, starting Q1, they're going to finalize um, the tracks and their idealists, and then they're going to reach out to partners and judges, and different things like that. But the uh, the main takeaway from the Dora hacks uh, for the community and for builders is it's just one more. Um, outlet for builders to leverage the ability to come in and make something awesome on Evmos and having these backing programs and where we can have hackathons and other things where builders can come in and you know they can win prizes and awards while building on Evmos is really going to further the immersiveness and the diversity within the ecosystem and it's just a testament to leveraging all of the tools available on Evmos and seeing some of the cool creations that come in. Like I said, any any one of these kind of backing programs for builders is really great to see. It means a lot to the builders to be able to come in, get some funding for something that they want to build. It means a lot to the community too to have these options. Uh, you know, these programs that bring these really cool uh, ideas into Evmos. Certainly, yeah. And so the Dora Hacks proposal here uh, comes on the tail end of uh, a few other hackathons that the community kind of experimented with in 2022. So overall, uh, off the top of my head, there are four hackathons that, uh, that the uh, Evmos community participated in, and that's Hack Adam in July in Seoul, followed by the Huobi and the Covalent online hackathons, in addition to the ETHSF hackathon in San Francisco. Um, later on in Q3, Q4. Um, now, given the success of these programs in building, uh, in bringing builders into the ecosystem, uh, the Dora Hacks team has made this proposal to, as, as Kilo mentioned, uh, you know, further encourage and incentivize builders to continue building on Evmos. Um, now, the format that this will play, take place uh, uh, with which this will take place is still to be nailed down. But if to paint a picture for you guys, um, the way it might work is that uh, regular hackathons will be hosted by Dora Hacks uh, at, at uh, regular intervals um, in order to encourage uh, builders to not just participate once, but on an ongoing basis. So this isn't just a one and done event. This is a regular series of hackathon builder events uh, that folks can participate in. All right, and and of course, uh, you know, I should have mentioned at the top, but uh, you're always welcome to hold all of your questions until the end. Uh, there is a Q and A section at the very end where uh, you'll be able to come up on stage. Uh, and ask uh, any questions, queries, concerns you might have, and have them be answered by uh, the Evmos core development team up here on stage, live for the audience. In addition to that, if you're too shy or your mic isn't working well, um, you can post your question uh, in text form in the Discord 
uh, and that's discord.gg slash evmos. Um, you can go in there. There's a community Q&A channel for you to peruse um, and ask your question there. And we'll read that out and have that be answered again live uh, at the end of this session. Right. So once we get through the agenda, we'll start the Q&A section. All right. Back to you, Kilo, for the next item on the agenda. Okay, cool. Yeah, so the next one up is uh, the Stride uh, with ST Evmos and the, you know, the Stride integration. You know, Stride is uh, relatively well known throughout the Cosmos ecosystem. They're doing some really awesome stuff. Uh, you know, the whole liquid staking parameters and, you know, conversions and stuff that they have there. It's really interesting to see um, Stride starting to expand and coming to Evmos, it gives us a lot of utility. It gives uh, builders and community members a lot of utility for how they use their ST Evmos versus their you know, Evmos and the ability to uh, leverage and get um, you know, the, the staking while also being liquid in some sense. You know, there, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. And you know, the thing about Stride is there's not much left to say because of how much they've done in the ecosystem already. The majority of people have a really strong grasp of what Stride's about and what they do. And it's just really cool to see them continuing to expand and bring Evbus onto the scene with that. Hey, Kilo, what about folks outside of the Cosmos community? Uh, for those coming in, listening in for the first time, what is liquid staking and what is Stride? Okay, absolutely. For those outside of the Cosmos community, yeah. Uh, so liquid staking is, it's like a conversion where Stride will take your Evmos and they will give you a representation of that staked Evmos called ST Evmos. And that staked Evmos will accrue the value accrual of your staking of the Evmos that's currently being staked, but you can still use that ST Evmos in other and other plans and other platforms like LPs or in you know any other DeFi application that leverages that you know potentially even NFTs and GameFi could even leverage those. So it's just a really cool way to continue earning the staking rewards while also having an amount of liquidity and control over what you're doing with it at the same time. Totally, totally. And so you mentioned Stride went live today. I've also gone ahead and pinned. Uh, their tweet to this uh, to this community call. So for those wondering, uh, you know what this is, you can read more about it there. Um, you know there is also, of course, we'd remiss not to mention uh, there are risks to liquid staking that I do encourage everyone to to read up on. Uh, part of the risks uh, are provider risks, so centralization of provision, uh, and that will be mitigated. By you know the as more liquid staking uh, providers come on board into the Evmos ecosystem, but Stride here is the pioneer. They're the first movers to onboard the Evmos uh, token uh, as liquid stakeable, uh, and that in itself is something that the community has been asking for for a while. So uh, yeah, great to see this happen. Although we do encourage everybody to be aware of the risks. Uh, okay, so thanks, Kilo, for uh, breaking it down for us. Uh, what is next? Uh, next up on our list is uh, some of the guests that we have up here with us. Uh, Leaf Wallet wanted to come in and say a couple of things, so um, bringing them on the, the on the stage should be next up on the agenda. Welcome, Leaf. How's it going? Can you hear us okay? Hey, I can hear you guys. Thanks, Kilo. Uh, thank you guys so much for having us over. Of course. Yeah, welcome. So, uh, 
you folks want to kind of introduce your team, uh, tell us what a little bit about what you're about. Yeah, sure. of course, that, that sounds great. Um, I can maybe kick things off with a little bit of intro about Leap, uh, what we do. And then if it's helpful, talk a little bit about our features and roadmap. And maybe then we could open it up to audience questions. Yeah, we'll take audience questions at the very end after we've gone through the entire agenda. Uh, but do stick around on stage after after we're done speaking because some questions might be directed your way, of course. But Absolutely, we'll do that. But yes, go ahead. Take it away. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, so firstly, uh, great to be here. I'm Sanjeev. I'm the founder and CEO uh, here at Leap. For those of you who are not aware, uh, I'll maybe begin with a bit, little bit of context around Leap and what we do. So we at Leap are a non-custodial crypto wallet for Cosmos, which basically lets you interact with and access apps on Cosmos chains. Um, our whole aim is to become a super wallet for the entirety of the interchain of Cosmos. Basically, a one-stop gateway where as a user, you can view portfolio, you can send tokens, stake, access, uh, DeFi opportunities, vote on governance proposals, manage your NFTs, and a whole bunch of other uh, features that users would want, all through one basket of wallet products that we built. And the way we've made this possible is through a base layer of experience that we at Leaf have built out, along with dApps whose experiences are natively integrated into the wallet. So that's a bit about uh, what we do. And maybe uh, a little bit of backstory for those who might be hearing about Leap for the first time. So we've actually been building in the Web3 space uh, since about late 2021. Is it just me? I, I kind of can't hear uh, Sanjeev anymore. Yeah, it's just you. I can hear him. Okay. It's just Twitter spaces doing its thing. Sorry, sorry, yep. sorry Leap team for interrupting. Please continue. Yes, I can hear you again. Twitter spaces and... Twitter Spaces Android, I think that's the worst combination ever. Oh, no. I, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. No, in the past, it's been the case where some of the people up on stage could hear speakers and then others couldn't. So it, it just sounds like awkward silence to me. But Kilo could hear you just fine. So I don't think it's an issue. Perfect, perfect. So I'll just continue. Uh, I was just talking a little bit about like Leap's backstory for those who might be hearing about us for the first time. So we've actually been building in the Web3 space uh, since late December 2021, uh, when we actually got a grant from Terra's TFL to build a super wallet for Terra. And so we spent the first like six, seven months of our journey fully focused on Terra, scaling there. Uh, saw quite a bit of success where we had gotten to 50,000 regular users of our wallet. We had about 200,000 people signed up for our mobile beta. And then, of course, uh, was when the Terra DPEG happened. But then we realized that, like, you know, as a team, we had the right insights and experience on building high quality wallet experiences. And we started looking for a new home for Leap. And then that's when we sort of realized that Cosmos was this like incredible ecosystem that was sitting right next to us. Uh, we just had been too busy to look, uh, look there. But like Tendermint, Cosmos SDK, IBC, I'm sure a bunch of things that the audience here would totally understand and appreciate. These are all become incredibly battle tested and and the whole app chain narrative also was getting stronger around this time and so uh, since about june we, our entire team has like you know started building on cosmos and since then we pretty much spent the majority of our efforts building wallet experiences there that's a bit of like you know uh, backstory about how we got here and then as it stands today um, we initially began with building out just a browser extension but today we actually have wallet solutions across three different form factors. The first and the one we launched with is a browser extension, 
and you can access uh, it on Chrome on Brave. Uh, currently, we support 40 plus Cosmos chains, FMOS included. But uh, importantly, and this is feedback that came in from the Cosmos community, that people wanted high-performant mobile wallets for the space. And so a couple of months back, we actually launched iOS and Android apps. And I've been trying to rapidly scale up the features. And happy to say that today, uh, both of these have a couple of thousand users. And we're almost, uh, uh, almost at feature parity on both of these as well. So those are the second set of products. And the third, uh, third product that we have is a web dashboard. So you, if you navigate to cosmos.leapwallet.io, we've actually built like a portfolio manager come web wallet, which as of today, again, has a lot of wallet capabilities from the other form factors. But our vision for it is to become, for the lack of a better word, a true Cosmos hub, where we want this to be like one place where people can manage your portfolio, on-ramp into Cosmos, view proposals, um, view your airdrops, discover new dApps, and so much more. Right? So these, these, these are like the three form factors across which we will be uh, building products. And then very quickly to talk uh, a little bit about like the feature set that, that we support. Uh, and most of what I'm saying would be supported across all of the feature, all of the products I mentioned. So we do things like auto-fetching your portfolio. Uh, uh, I'm basically showing you all tokens that you hold. Uh, by default, we enable you to easily make transfers within Evmos. We also let you make transfers to other chains through IBC. The entire stack of governance and staking features are embedded inside the wallet, which means, for example, when it comes to governance, you can view proposals, you can read details, you can see the latest voting stats. And of course, you can also vote. All of these actions are possible from any of these products. Same with staking, where you can actually see your staking balances, rewards, list of delegations, and essentially like one click stake, unstake, delegate, all of that is possible through the app itself. Uh, another important thing that again came in as community feedback was that it's really hard for users to understand what's happening when you look at transaction hashes. So when you actually go to Leap, look at your transaction history, we actually parse transactions and make them extremely uh, human readable. So we'll tell you that, hey, this was a swap from token A to token B, or this was a governance a transaction where you voted yes, instead of just showing you uh, transaction hashes. So these are a couple of things that we've done uh, across products. And then we've also built in certain uh, form factor specific products, most notably notifications, which again was one of a community requested feature where today it is really hard for you to find out if a, if a transaction actually successfully went through. Or let's say somebody did an IBC transfer to you, unless you go and check on a block explorer, you wouldn't know that that's happened. So we've actually spent a bunch of time spinning up notifications uh, for all chains. And so what that means today is that if you have Leap's mobile app installed, uh, and we also, by the way, support this through our Telegram bot, you can get instant alerts for a bunch of transaction types, including transfers, staking, governance, uh, and we're adding a whole bunch of uh, other on-chain activity to that as well. And maybe in, in a bit of like an alpha leak, uh, if I can, we're also actually building like a governance bot and so what this would do is, let's say you don't really want to use Leap's products, but you still want to know about like latest governance proposals on Evmos. You could actually just like sign up for this bot. Uh, this is going to come up in the next couple of weeks. And every time a new proposal is going live, every time a voting's, voting for a new proposal is uh, about to start or a voting is going to end in 24 hours, we've actually configured notifications for all these that you can receive uh, through this Telegram bot as well. So expect that to come soon. 
And then the one last feature I, I want to talk about is something we just shipped yesterday. Uh, very, very excited about this, but we recently uh, just launched an in-app browser in our Android and iOS apps. And so what this means is that any FMOS DAP, or for that matter, any uh, DAP across the 40 plus chains that we support can now be permissionly accessed by any user uh, in their like respective Android or iOS wallets. And this is actually like, you know, uh, a huge feature uh, for us because a lot of Cosmos apps have actually traditionally not have mobile support. And I think that's also what's held back adoption for some of these apps. So we're actually like uh, really excited about this. And so if there are any like uh, app developers uh, listening in, would love for you guys to also try this out. And if there is like, you know, any, any sort of improvement to the UX that we can make here, we'd love to sort of work with you uh, and fix that. So that's a little bit about some of the stuff that we do today. Um, and then we have a whole bunch of things coming up. Uh, we have ledger support for FMOS that's lined up in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be adding social logins, um, trying to see how we can integrate cross-chain bridging and swaps into our product, trying to integrate native on-ramps, a whole set of things. I don't want to like ramble. So maybe I'm, I'm going to pause at this point in time. But overall, it's been amazing working with the FMOS uh, team. And it's the first time we're doing a call like this. So very excited to like chat with all of you. And if there's any specific questions or things that you'd like to learn more about, I, I'd, I'd love to stick around till the end and answer those questions. That's awesome. You know, uh, seeing, you know, projects are UX user focused, you know, tailoring that user experience to make it easier for people is beautiful to see. And, you know, it's just something that I really enjoy on a personal level. It's the UX first, user first approach to things are really cool. Uh, but yeah, definitely do stick around for, you know, later and the community call for when we open up the Q&A and start taking questions from the public. Um, you know, it'd be a good time to get some questions in. Yeah. So uh, on a closing note, where can uh, where can people find out more about basically everything you just talked about? It's quite a mouthful. We've already shared kind of a preview. We've pinned one of your tweets uh, to this Twitter space so that people can can go and check it out. But if people wanted uh, a more in-depth deep dive into all the features available on Leap, um, you know, the notifications, the uh, governance bots, uh, the uh, in-app, uh application browser how how do they go and, and find that out short of of, of using uh, the wallet that's actually a great question uh it's, it's actually something in the works we just we just sort of in the process of putting together a guide because we've also realized that there's a whole bunch of little things out there um i'd say the easiest uh, for now probably is to um, just sort of like you know check out the links that are pinned in our uh, in our twitter bio we have links to all the three products um we've actually tried to make the ux super easy so that like you know as even once you get into the product um you just sort of, it's just very seamless for you to discover these features uh, but i think you do bring up a good point uh, we will sort of like be uh, be putting together a little guide and what we also are planning to do is put together a little bit of a tweet, uh, like a little bit of a thread just for Evmos, uh, talking about all the features that we that we support. That's also something we'll try to put together soon and uh, share with the community. Excellent. And we'll be on the lookout to, to retweet that and make sure everybody in the audience here gets it. Uh, thanks again, Sanjeev and, and the Leap team. Uh, fantastic work and looking forward to having you on here more frequently. Um, all right. So next up on our agenda, I think the ENCODE team wants to get a word in. Uh, welcome, Anthony. I can't do it. 
Hello. How are you doing? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Awesome. Hi, guys. Hope everyone is okay. Um, just to steal a little bit of time quickly uh, to give an update on uh, the very exciting grants program, uh, which links very nicely into all of the things mentioned thus far. Uh, so um, as you will have seen, it's been announced, which is fantastic. And now is one of them. Well, it's all going to be fun. One is now is a particular uh, fun bit. So from now until the end of next week, the 26th of February, uh, we are uh, doing a created or a call for ideas. Um, so ideas that um, you might want to build yourself, but also kind of more interestingly, anything the community would like to see and it can this could be submitted by absolutely anyone so any um any stakeholder in the community any community member who just has an idea of what they would like to see built not necessarily by themselves they would like to see others try to build um and we will go through those um we will pick the best ones and they will be the ones that uh, the ideas uh, the bounties available up for people to uh to to submit grants for um so um this could be you want to see a particular dap maybe you want to see um, a particular um protocol build a particular piece of tooling that's been really annoying you uh, you want to fund the next great non-custodial wallet um, these ideas are what we want to see and uh, this is uh, your chance to um, uh, make sure the thing you want in the community um, is on that final list of things um, that um, uh, will be uh, requested for people to build once we get that as i say we'll go through it we'll see what's popular um, if there's any doubts on anything we'll put it back to the community uh, but then we will um, turn that into a final list of bounty ideas that we want people um, to um, um, uh, submit for. Um, of course, as a reminder, there'll be um, two different types of bounty. Uh, some will be things that we're specifically looking for a solution for. So if we specifically want a particular bit of tooling, um, we will um, put that and put a bounty attached to it. And some um, we will and we'll ask for people to basically build their best solution for it. And some the bigger projects, what we will do if it's, uh, for instance, I don't know, building something that very much look, could look itself like a protocol, um, we will... Um, ask for um, uh, proposal ideas for answering that. And on the basis of those proposal ideas, pick uh, one team to build. So some will be competitions, some will be one team is selected. And um, last thing to say, uh, just because we're creating ideas now doesn't mean there won't be um, an open track for people to build on. Um, there will always be a um, separate open track as part of the uh, the grants program um, for people to build something that's not in this initial set of ideas. So my call to you, please go onto the website uh, encode.club slash grants and you will see a form uh, to you can fill in and any idea of things you want to see please submit it um, and um, the next stage after that is a public uh, call uh, for uh, which will last a month or so uh, for people to register for those specific bounties um, and uh, either be selected um, or at least um, be help allocated to ones we think uh, their uh, skills would best suit uh, so thank you very much. And uh, I have to uh, jump off now because of bad timing, uh, but I will be sitting on the Discord uh, to answer any questions and we'll be back every week uh, with a little update of how things are going, particularly in this uh, this early stage. Awesome. Thanks so much for the update. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Take care, Anthony. And thank you. That was an update from Encode Club that uh, had another proposal similar to Dora Hacks' proposal pass. Uh, recently to establish the very first community-run grants program for Evmos. Uh, Kilo, once more, calling on you to kind of break it down for the audience here. What is this 
what does having a grants program in the first place entail for the audience and especially for builders? I know Anthony covered some of the specifics, but take us high level here. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. You know, have it's, you know, kind of like the, uh, the hacks, the hackathons we were talking about earlier, these programs, you know, allow builders to come in and flourish because it's really sad to see when someone has a great idea, but they never get it off the ground for one reason or another, having these kind of initiatives behind it, you know, from encode club and having this grants program will allow people to come out with, you know, revolutionary ideas and applications and different approaches to things and they'll get funding for it and be able to build it and make the FMOS ecosystem better. But also personally, you know, since I'm on the community side of things, one of the big highlights to me is, you know, when Anthony was here asking for people to go and make sure that their opinion is heard to get what they want on there, that is the best part of this program, in my opinion, is having that community input and having the community, you know, have this voice that says, this is what we want, this is what we want to see, and this is where we want to go. And these kind of programs let you leverage not only the builders, but also the community so that they can get the things that they want to have. Um, again, these are invaluable they're absolutely great for the space, absolutely great for the builders, and absolutely fantastic for the community all the way around. Too true, too true. Um, and uh, all right, so with Anthony's departure uh, and with your breakdown there, Kilo, I think it's safe to move on to uh, the next speaker here. Last but not least, we've got uh, our frequent guest, uh, SpaceFi on here. Welcome, SpaceFi. Hey, everyone. Can you hear me well? I, oh, yeah. I cannot hear you, so I'm going to bow out. Oh. Kilo, I'm guessing that you can hear. Yeah, I can hear. Okay, him. perfect. I'm just going right. to okay. sit here in okay. silence then. Uh, it's, it's Luna again, and um, we're popping by to get some quick updates, considering that uh, everyone has been talking for a decent while, don't want to take up a lot of time, just want to give out some updates and maybe a shout out, hopefully we can get uh, a collaboration. So, um, yes, most of you might have heard of Proposal 109, which uh, grants us uh, 1 million FMOs as liquidity incentive for those who would like to provide liquidity to the ecosystem. And we're launching on FMOS mainnet soon. And by soon, I mean the 21st of February, so just a few days from now. And right before the mainnet launch, we'll be finally having our IDO event. And this will be a fair launch for all members. The amount will be very large just for initial liquidity. Uh, for, for most others, especially people coming in later, um, you will be incentivized to earn through the liquidity uh, farming. So the IDO actually starts later today. Um, we'll start the private round at 11 a.m. Uh, today UTC time, and we'll have two public rounds ending around uh, morning UTC time of the 17th of February. So from now until two days from now. And uh, we'll be requiring the currency would be the uh, FMOS token, uh, ERC-20. And for details about how much we're selling, as well as the price and the single address limit, um, you can find out more uh, on our post on our announcement or on our Twitter. Um, so in terms of how to uh, be whitelisted, we have had a lot of events before. 
and everyone who holds our planet NFT. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Sorry about that. I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt here, but um, you know, it's it's cool to see that you're uh, the the imminent, you know, that you're imminently moving into this direction and that you're finally taking off with that. But you know, um, all the specifics outside of that realm, I think, is a conversation for probably somewhere other than uh, com the community call for that. Kind of um, so aside from that, there's uh, there's nothing uh, that is uh, overly new. Just some timelines, which is what we're doing. All the products we're launching, uh, we've mentioned quite a few times before. Um, one small thing we would like to mention on on the chat today is we are actually quite uh, interested in being able to collaborate with uh, Stride. We're having a uh, capability of a triple reward for farming for liquidity. So we would love to uh, collaborate with Stride and bring more SDF modes to the ecosystem. So um, we've messaged you guys a couple of times. Um, you're probably busy with your launch. Um, if it's possible, you know, ring us up. And that's all for today from me. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Like I said, it's it's cool to see the the launch is coming soon, and you know I can't wait to see how it goes. Good luck out there. All right. Back to you with the uh, main Evmos account. Alrighty. Well, I guess that just about covers it. I'll have to listen to the reporting to to know what the Space Pipe team has said, but hopefully the audience can hear all that. Uh, folks. That just about does it for our agenda. Kilo, is that right? Are we at the end here? Yeah, that's the end of our scheduled agenda. All right. Well, I think we can open up for uh, for the Q and A section. In that case, um, it doesn't have look like we have any uh, requests for speakers right now. If you have any questions, folks, you know how this works. Um, raise your hand. Um, in order to come up here on stage um, and ask a question, query, or concern. Otherwise, we'll begin reading out questions from the Discord. Hilo, can you see if there are any questions in the Discord at the moment? Yeah, I'm taking a look at that now. Um, I don't see any that's came into the Discord quite yet for today. Um, no, don't really see any that's came in. We do have one request to speak that just went up. For here, so sure. All right, try to get that handled. And remember, folks, this can be a question for uh, the Evmos core development team about Evmos in general, or uh, any Hello. of the speakers up here on stage. Hey there, Cyril. We can hear you. Okay. Do you have a question for us? Cyril. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Hi, Cyril. Are you able to hear us? Did you have a question? Hello, sorry. The network is very bad. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Good evening, everyone. I have a, a quick question. Sure. Oh, looks like we lost Cyril, unfortunately. I was, yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, so eager to hear their question. But uh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. 
Uh, okay, well, if we have no other questions, then I guess we can take things offline uh, for now. How does that sound, Kilo? Sounds good to me. We, like I said, it was kind of a shorter one today, but we, you know, a lot of interesting stuff nonetheless. I'm fine with ending it a bit early. For sure. Folks, we've pinned uh, important tweets from most of our speakers today. Uh, if you have any follow up questions, the, these tweets are how you can find the accounts. Otherwise, you can go ahead and follow uh, the accounts themselves to hear updates from their respective teams. That was, uh, we had an update on Stride. Uh, Leap came out to speak, uh, Anthony from Encode Club, and of course, SpaceFi, uh, all four speakers, uh, all four external teams gave updates. Uh, and yeah, happy to uh, see them come on again in the future. Uh, for now, we'll end there. We'll talk to you again with more updates uh, and uh, I guess a breakdown of the upcoming uh, V12 release at the end of this month uh, in two weeks from now in our bi-weekly community call, similar to this one, same time, same place on Twitter in this space. Uh, in the meantime, do feel free to join our regular Q&A sessions. We'll have one next week, um, and it just happens on the off week between uh, community calls so that we can make sure we're still answering community questions. All right. Take care, uh, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Evmos Community Call, recorded on Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate. And chosen to part now. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along, and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody wanna rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debating great methods amazed to play inception the base stay blessed see even with these huge sums of overall royalties the sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small many rights holders are making around three quarters of a How to turn profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah, shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose. What happens when people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog Like a fake mate and call at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music